Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This is it. The time has come. Saturday night's all right for fighting. Push him down. Get in the ring and go the distance with Fight Night with Gareth A. Davies. You're better than that. On Talk Sport. Welcome to another Fight Night podcast for TalkSport. I'm Gareth A. Davis. Joining me on this edition of the Fight Night podcast was the brilliant young welterweight, Conor Ben. During the show, we were keeping a close eye on the heavyweight contest between Derek Chisora, yes, him, War Chisora, and Alexander Usyk, the undisputed cruiserweight champion who has moved up to heavyweight and has designs on the heavyweight division. Well, as we built up to that fight, we were joined on the line from Portugal, where he's in training for his second fight with Sasha Povetkin late in November, Dillian White. Here's what he had to tell us about his preparations and what he thought about the Usyk Chisora fight. Good evening. How are you, sir? I'm good. Those things, man. You alright? Really good. I'm here with Connor. He's on the on the undercard of your contest against um, Alexander Povetkin. How are you in terms of that fight? Are you are you no. sparring? Are you in great shape? I'm good. I'm sparring. I'm in great shape. I'm glad Connor's in the fight. I actually voted for Connor to get in the card because Connor's one of my guys, man. You know, Connor's. Kind of I appreciate that, Dylan, mate. Yeah. I ain't seen no, you for no, a while. Of course, man. I know, I know. I'm just out in Portugal training all the time and being here most of the time, so... Well, it's, better, know, it than goes, the, it's better than the weather here, I can assure you now. Getting up at six in the morning doing these runs here are terrible. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know, I know, but, you know, it, it's hard being away from family, as you know, you know what I mean? And of course. From away from what, what you know is normality, you know? Yeah, of course, but it's the sacrifices that put us ahead. Delian, yeah, exactly. Delian, I've got to ask you, we're in the ninth round of Selby Combosos at the moment. We're going to have mm-hmm. uh, Alexander Usyk and Derek Chisora walk to the ring soon. I don't know if you'll be watching it from Portugal, but... No, definitely, of course. Okay, you've, we, we've seen you in two incredible fights with Derek Chisora, and I imagine yeah. we will see you fight Alexander Usyk at some point. Um, how do you see this fight going tonight? You know me, I'll fight anyone, anyone that want to fight, I'm up for fighting. But, um, you know, it's a very interesting fight because we know who said can box. But I, I think people underestimate Derek Cesaro, you know, I mean, people underestimating because obviously he's got 10, 11 losses in his record. What people forget is people he lost to his top guys, you know, top guys. Derek usually lose to big punches, you know, he doesn't really use, lose to guys who, who, who can just box because he's so relentless and so strong. 
and he's a formidable heavyweight as well. You know, obviously we've seen him. One for Derek, sometimes we've seen where his mind is not on the job, and he can be a bit lackadaisical. But if his mind's on the job, he's a very, very strong guy and very, very difficult to beat. And I've always said, brief, don't ever understand Derek Sazura because he's got 10, 11 losses and he's lost to me and he likes to pitch go and stuff. I said, the guy, the guy is no joke. He's very strong. What what advice would you be giving to this guy who's nearly three stone lighter, the former undisputed cruiserweight champion? Presumably, he's got to be light on his feet and take it to the late rounds then. Well, Usyk's always going to be light on his feet, but Derek's not someone that really gets tired in fight. He's always been someone that comes on strong late in the fight, you know what I mean? He's not someone, you know what I mean, like the guy has got a very good engine. And even with the fights with me, you know what I mean? We went to war, you know what I mean? It, we, you know, the first fight was a madness. The second fight was was high pace. You know, what I mean, he's used to mm. fighting high pace. Usyk's very good mover, but I think Derek actually have the advantage in in punch outputs as well. So who? So who? You you seem to be favouring Derek tonight. You know, let's I, get you off the I, fence. I, I, listen, I'm British, and I always support British fight against anyone, anybody they fight in. I always support him. You know, me and Derek's had our beef. Obviously, we we get on sometimes. Sometimes we don't get on, but. You know, I want him to win. I, I want, well, I want, I want him to win. I want to see my fellow countrymen do well. It's, that's as I am. I support anyone British just fighting anyone else. I always support them wherever I like them. I'm the same way I support Tyson Fury against Deontay Wilder, even though I don't like none of those two guys. Well, look, listen, I've got to ask you about your fight with Sasha Povetkin, mm -hmm. of course. We cannot wait for that. And thankfully, we heard yeah. tonight, by the way. And, you, and you know, we're going into lockdown on Thursday, Dillian, for a month. But thankfully, mm -hmm. professional sport can continue. I'm sure you're delighted yeah. about that for a start. Um, there, there's all kinds of wisdom in boxing or conventional, what the conventional sages say, <coughs> that you shouldn't go straight back into a fight after you've been knocked out by someone. You seem to be mentally over uh, the loss to Sasha or within days. You just wanted to get back in there. Um, tell us about how you're feeling going into this second fight. I was mentally over the, the loss the minute I got up. You know, The minute I got up, <laughs> I, I, I was mentally over. Listen, I'm a warrior, you know. A lot of guys in boxing are cowards. That's why a lot of fights don't get made. A lot of guys are scared to lose. A lot of guys are scared to be knocked out. Like, I don't... Listen, we are fighters and warriors. We are mm. going to lose. We are going to get knocked out. We are going to get knocked down. It doesn't matter what you think, what you believe. It will happen. Some people get knocked out and knocked down in, in, in sparring all the time. So, mm. you know, I'm a warrior and I don't care. I don't, I don't sit and think, oh my God, I lost or I get stopped. I'm going to listen to the doubters or the haters and make them affect my career and change change who I am as a person. No, that ain't me. I'm, I'm a warrior and I've always gone against the grain. So what's new? I'm not going to all of a sudden I'll say, oh yeah, maybe I shouldn't, maybe. And I know 100% I can beat Pivekin. Not only beat him, knock him out. I know that 1 million percent. So he just, I just have to make some small adjustments, some small changes which I've made and small improvements which I've made and implicating now. And um, I believe I'll stop him this time. Either. I'm not one that usually say I'm going to stop someone in a fight, but I, I believe I know deep down I'm going to stop him this time. And, and are those little things, you know, obviously we, we analysed it to death after it happened, but are they just little shifts in movement and body weight and, and where your, 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 your fists and your gloves are positioned at the end of combinations, Dillian? You know what, body weight ain't nothing, because I, I was the same weight I've been for most of my fight, you know, obviously 114 I weighed in, was, I was the same weight, so body weight's not a problem, obviously, there's little technical things you can learn. You can improve a little technical things. You can be more responsive. It's a learning game. We're always learning. We're always improving and always changing things. You know what I mean? You can be more sharper. You can be more 
alert. There's so many different things I could do. You know, when I watch a fight back, I see the mistake I made and I think to myself, there's 10 different things I could have done in the moment I got caught. But instead of defending and holding, I went to counter and then he came up the middle. So it's, it's, it's boxing. It's heavyweight boxing, man. You know, um, it's heavyweight boxing. You know, it's just one of those things where it's, it's such a high level where you got half a second to make 10 decisions and calculate which one's the right one. And I just made the wrong one at the time. That's all. Yeah, Dylan. You know, obviously... Have you had to change anything mentally? No, when I come back and fall pain out again, you know, yeah. there was all these doubts and, you know, worries in your head. Do you have them doubts? Or do you just go in there with that mindset? Um, I, of, I, I, never, I never doubt myself, bro. Listen. Never? I never had... Listen, I don't doubt myself. I, I, I never had no great career. I never... You know, obviously, you came in the game different from when I came in the game. You had support structure and a team. I never had all of that. I never yeah. had all of that. I, I came in the game fighting at small shows, you know, struggling to sell 200 tickets to get on. I remember sometimes I was fighting at Camden. I'm fighting at 10 o'clock at 9 o'clock and I'm still sending tickets at 8 o'clock yeah, just wow. to make the money to pay the guys. So so I don't doubt myself, bro. I, I, don't, I don't think, oh, I lose, so I'm going to all of a sudden. No, no, I never doubt myself. Listen, I'm a warrior. Chew... I'm a, I'm a pure warrior, bro. I never doubt myself. I smile and I giggle a lot and joke a lot. But when it comes to doing the business, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a warrior. You take so whatever care of business. Whatever it takes, I'll do. Whatever yeah. it takes, I'll do. And, and Dillian, I'm looking at um, the fact that Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua have got weeks, uh, got fights to, a week apart just after your fight. Well, December the 5th, yeah. December the 12th. You win the WBC mandatory belt back. You, 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 yes. You're there in position. Do you have one more fight next year and then you fight the winner of those two? No, I don't want to waste time messing up. I waste enough time messing about and having this fight and having that fight. I just want to fight the best guys above me. There's only two or three guys that's on the same level as me. I just want to fight them. I fight Pivetkin and beat him. I want to fight either Joshua or Fury next, but one fight at a time, I got a dangerous fight in Pivetkin. And I'm not overlooking him, which I didn't the first time. So I'm not going to do it now. You know, obviously, when the chips is against me this time. But I just want to fight. If I can fight Pivetkin, Joshua Fury, then I've had a great career. Nice. I've had a great career. I thought everyone doing something to fight in my era. Great stuff there from Dillian White. Next up, David Hay joined us after the fight between Chisora and Usyk, in which, of course, Chisora had given Usyk bullying, harrying problems early in the fight. But Usyk had shown his mobility, his agility and skill set, being a technician to win the fight by unanimous points decision. Fascinating, though, David Hay, uh, former heavyweight and cruiserweight champion himself, and the manager now of Derek Chisora had this to say both about his men and what he believes is lacking in Alexander Usyk at heavyweight. First and foremost, I'd like to say how proud I am of Derek's performance tonight. No one gave him a shot. Um, he came out there and gave Usyk his toughest fight of his life. And you know, everyone's saying Usyk is pound for pound top five in the world at all the weight divisions. And Derek Chisora just went out there and had a very, very tough fight. I'm sitting next to Alex, Usyk's manager in the whole um, Usyk team, they had, they had it a draw. Usyk's team had it a draw. That shows you, you know, it's, it's frustrating. You know, when you get someone who's lost nine fights, 
the, the, the momentum is behind the undisputed cruiserweight champion. So any rounds that are remotely close, they're going to give it to the undefeated fighter. You know, Derek came in as the opponent. You know, he's got a big fan base behind him, but he came in as an opponent. And sometimes when that happens, the, the fan, the, the, the crowd, so there's no crowd here, but the, the judges, I, I don't know what they were looking at. You know, I, I had it very close. I had Derek winning by one or two rounds. And it's just a shame that the judges built, lived, lived up to the hype. Derek didn't show him any respect. He went in there, let his hands go. And if you count the punches landed, Derek landed more clean shots. Lot, lot, so many clean shots. But the fact that, you know, the Sky scorecard had Usyk winning three of the first four, that was ridiculous no way. in my eyes. It was no, no way. Sense. I don't know what they were looking at. No. But, you know, that's... David, you were David, you were saying there was no crowd there tonight. But you, you, you were saying there was no crowd there tonight. But in the build-up to this, you've been a crowd in yourself for Derek. You've been incredible with him. We, we, Connor Ben and I sitting in the studio watching it here on the monitors tonight. We thought Derek. Well, Connor Listen, predicted an early stoppage. Up to round six, I didn't have Usyk winning no, the round. You didn't, and 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 Usyk looked very worried. And and I'll be honest with you. We you, we played one of your quotes out from the week, which was, "You do not believe that Alexander has the power to put away someone like Derek or Dillian White or one of the very big heavyweights in the division." And I think your words were prophetic tonight. He danced and and boxed and landed a lot of punches in the last six rounds, but he may struggle at heavyweight with bigger men. No, I, I definitely believe so. No, I believe Derek did what he needed to do. Um, tonight, I was so proud of him. He pushed the pace. He did everything. He did everything he could possibly do in there. He was buzzed really, really hard on occasion. But you know, he, he gave it. He did exactly what he promised he'd do. And that's that's just throw a hundred percent. He he got out of the ring completely empty. He didn't hold anything back. He wasn't there to make up the numbers. weren't there to pick up a paycheck. He was there to win this mm. fight. And he swung from the first round to the last. And he was hurt on a few occasions, badly hurt. But he sucked it up and did what he said he was going to do. He was so fit trained so hard technically obviously he's not in the same league but physically i thought he i thought he did enough to win the fight i really did a lot of experts think that as well but a lot of people jump on the bandwagon and start saying how you know derek hits him with some uh, derek pro shots because Derek missed a few big shots it looked clumsy it didn't look as artistic but if you count clean punches landed on the target particularly body shots hard body shots that were that was holding music over in half yeah. he, was yeah. he was he was petrified of the body shots so I know, I know the, good, the fight fans respect what Derek Zora brought to the table today. Um, I don't think, you know, um, Yusik, off the strength of that performance, you know, is, is ready for the likes of Joshua or Tyson Fury. You know, I, I had him losing that fight against Derek. And, you know, but I'm, I'm proud of his performance. I'm upset with the judges. But, you know, that's life. <laughs> you don't get it your own way all the time. We, we echoed those thoughts themselves in the studio that we, we, we thought that watching at home tonight, uh, Anthony Joshua, or uh, he may well be there, I think I might have seen him uh, mm -hmm. ringside, and, and Tyson Fury will not be concerned about Alexander Usyk's power against no. them. Um, what, you, you will have spoken to Derek. How is he, by the he's way? Fine. He's fine. He's actually in the change room now with, with Usyk and to congratulate him. And um, it's, uh, it's, it's, I'm, it's, I'm just, every, everyone's like, physically, he's in, physically, physically, he's in fantastic shape. He's, you know, a couple, couple bruises, but other than that, he's no, no broken hands, no broken joints. He, he's fine. You know, he's ready, he's ready to go again. You know, but it was, he put on a fantastic show. Hopefully everybody enjoyed it um, on television and on the radio. So, 
No, that's that's what we did. We did our part best we could. There's no way that Derek's stepping away. He's going to come back for more challenges because one of the things we all knew tonight was uh, I don't necessarily want to bring up the night in Munich, but eight years ago he went 12 rounds with Vitaly Klitschko. Connor thinks uh, Derek is is a transformed fighter mm. since then. I can't disagree with that. Physically, he's transformed. Mentally, he's different. We all love him now. He's he's one of the great characters, one of the folkloric figures uh, of British boxing. Um, you know, he always talks about being a money weight fighter now rather than challenging for the world title. But do you think there's an outside chance that Derek could still fight for a world title if he keeps going? Isn't if he keeps putting performances like that that together and he gets on the right side of the decisions, now anything's possible. He's 36 years old, but he didn't fight tonight like that. He, he, he pressed the action. He really forced someone who's pound for pound in the top five or three in the world, depending on who you're talking to. He pushed him right to the wire. You know, Yusik was very happy to hear that final bell. And uh, his corner, his own team, who was scoring himself, obviously biasly to them, biasly, obviously, they had it a draw. Now, they looked at it the best way to them. I, saw, I had it a couple for, for Derek, but that's, that's, and that's life. You know, Derek's experience, he's, he's lost. This is his 10th loss. You know, it's not the first time he's uh, been on the, the end of a, a bad decision. You know, it's, it's happened a few times, but, you know, that's, that's life. You know, Usyk showed amazing skill, amazing movement. He, uh, he showed why he's as good as he is. Um, I don't think there's many other people that would have lasted 12 rounds with Derek um, tonight. Um, bottom line, David, last question. Um, do you think Usyk has it in him to be a heavyweight world champion? You did it. That, that, Evander that Holyfield remains, did it. That, that, that remains to be seen. It really does. You know, maybe he's going to get better from this. But on the, the performance tonight, it didn't look like he would, that would be good enough to beat a, a Tyson Fury, for instance. No, but he didn't have seem to have the firepower to really put put Derek away when he when he had him hurt on occasion. That's David Hay, the man who did do it at cruiserweight and heavyweight. Thank you very much for the time tonight, David. Thank you so much. Give Derek our best, please. And it, Derek, um, uh, David Hay did it. As David said, he's the man in the know. We didn't quite see tonight whether Alexander Usyk has it to be a heavyweight champion in this era against these guys. And he said exactly the same as you. Can he do it against Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua? He doesn't think so. I don't believe so either. And I don't know if the power is anything that can be worked on. Do you think so, Gareth? I don't know. I mean, I just, I, I don't think he looks big enough. You know, he Can looked, he develop that power? Can he put on an extra stone or two? I think Derek's very durable. He's not unstoppable but we did not see that explosive power moment where he unleashed a combination like he did against fellow bevy, be, um, cruiserweight Tony Bellew, um, like he's done against so many other cruiserweights. There are weight divisions for a reason. You fight 147 pounds for a reason. Of course. You're a five foot nine, powerful, um, normal-sized man. As you said earlier... Do you know how big Derek is? And you, it's not till you go right up to him and interview him and you suddenly realise that, that these people have massive legs, huge chests. Just big They're guys. big, big people. There's a heavyweight division for a reason. And Usyk, to me, tonight, looked like a capable but not devastating heavyweight. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days, you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Fascinating stuff there from David Hay for both Connor and myself. Well, then on the show, we were joined by another cruiserweight. It was Mikhail Lawal. He fights soon. He told us all about who he meets, but he also told us about his fascinating story. Good evening, Mikhail. Can I ask you about the Derek Chisora, um, Alexander Usyk fight, first of all? Were you watching it? Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, I was, I was watching it. Yeah, I was watching it. It was a good fight. Um, I, I personally thought that Usyk um, had done very well. Uh, as um, Conor Ben was saying, it was... It looked like he couldn't really get him out of there, but he did what he had to do and he got a win, so that's, that was good. But do you think there are question marks about whether he has the power against the very top heavyweights? Obviously, you fight uh, in a division. Evander Holyfield uh, is one of... I don't know if he's one of your heroes. I know that you've spoken yeah. about him in interviews in the past. You know, yeah. obviously, he carried his power up. Do you feel that yeah. Alexander carried his power up enough tonight? Um... I don't really think it really showed much in this fight, but as you know, as you know like stars do make fights, and I think Chisora did put it on Usyk quite a bit, and maybe didn't really give him time to, um, you know, obviously that weight difference and everything. They probably didn't give give Usyk time to, you know, send, you know, get get into it and just like do what he had to do to get the win. But he got the win anyway, so that's what matters. Well, listen, we're on, uh, you're on with us for us to talk about you as well. Um, as yeah. I say, you are a cruiserweight. You're 25 years of age. You are 12-0 and 0 with seven knockouts. Uh, you yeah. have a fight coming up against Ossie Gervier. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Tell us about your opponent and when you're out. Yeah, I've sparred him a few times in, in the past. I remember when I first kind of started boxing, I, I used to spar him quite a lot. Um, he's a t- he's quite a tough, durable guy, so that should be good. And I've been it's been like a year and a bit that I've been out of the ring um, due to a lot of, you know unforeseen circumstances. Do, do you but, think um, the the timeout would play an effect, or have you used this time to grow and learn? 
Oh yeah, it was a bit of both. Like, but I did learn a lot in in this time. Obviously, um, it's been it's been a, a real shock to the system for a lot of boxers. Um, but um, yeah, I'm just doing what I need to do. Obviously, I'm 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 prepared. I'm ready for this fight, and I've been been getting the sparring, getting the training in. So yeah, I'm ready for this fight. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people have used lockdown brilliantly. You know, you have an amazing story. I mean, you, you're 25, but you actually didn't come into boxing until you were 17. And it's, it's yeah. a brilliant route in. And um, we, we, I'm sure our listeners would love to hear your story. You took it up yeah. at 17 because you had yeah. anger management issues and it helped you control them. Yeah, exactly. Um, boxing just did a lot for me. Like, you know, obviously a lot of people have had the story before, but for the people that haven't yeah it was just a way for me to get my anger out you know and, um, just you know get away from the streets get away from the bad crowds and just you know get myself disciplined you know and it's taught me a lot you know taught me a lot of discipline you know and, and now I'm doing a lot better for myself and then you know being, I'm being able to provide for my family that's Mm. So also a nice little benefit to you as well. Tell us about your early life, Mikhail. I mean, tell us about being. I, I don't. You went on the streets, but tell us about. Mm. You know, you 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 your your Nigerian from descent. You grew up yeah. in Shepherd's Bush. Tell yeah. us. Tell us maybe how difficult or um, how things didn't go perfectly for you as a yeah. young adult, and then through yeah. your teenage years. Yeah, I mean, I come into this um, country. I came when I was one I was, um, with my mum. Things were quite all right, you know, living a normal life. But then she died. She passed when I was 13 years old. And at the time, uh, I think I went, just went back to Nigeria for the first time ever. Um, and then that, that's, I was literally homeless for a little while. And I had to literally beg for scraps and... On, on the streets and even sometimes store food and you know just do what I had to do just to survive and it was British High Commission that brought me back to the UK being brought back here I still had to face certain difficulties being like you know living in a hostel having to find my way around life and trying to avoid certain bad crowds and stuff like that so yeah that's pretty much my story you know Connor's nodding here, and I, you know, and and I'm I'm feeling your story. I mean, it just yeah. fascinates me. I want to know more. I mean, yeah. you know, obviously, m Mum was your rock. She was your guidance. You know, and, yeah, um, yeah. yeah um, as I said, like you know, nobody's ever gonna love you like you know the way your mum loves you. And after losing her, uh, she was my person, so it was just very hard for me just having to adapt to that situation and trying to you know i've got siblings as well having to you know you know be have that support myself and also having to try to support them obviously i've got kids now as well so you know that that was i'm trying to be strong for them as well and just trying to just do what i need to do to get through in life it's a, no, it sounds like an yeah. amazing story and, and clearly yeah, appreciate no clearly the the gym and your boxing um, cohorts and your training team have become yeah. like a family for you. We always say yeah. that the gym is like the second family for a boxer, isn't it? A hundred percent is, man. As I said, man, I, I've got. I don't really. I never really had a father figure in my life. My coach and my manager. They've literally. Uh, I literally had. They're literally my father figures now, and I've got family. But I call them all my brothers, my sisters in the gym. So yeah. 
Definitely nice. Connor relates to this, don't you, Connor? Well, n- not really. I mean, what a, bro, that's an amazing story. This would be the making of you, man. Yeah. Honestly, you well. fought the hardest fight already. Yeah. So what's yeah, getting man. in the ring to you and knocking some guy out when you fought <laughs> the hardest fight already, which is life? I mean, honestly, yeah. I, I, I put respect on you as a person and, Pretty you know, you turning it around for the better Pretty and sure. you getting in the ring and then ironing people out. I remember watching you fight on the mm. World Boxing Super Series. Yeah. And... Oh, you got him out of there good. You yeah, got him out of there good. And I didn't know your story. I didn't know yeah. your story up until now. Yeah. Till five yeah. minutes ago. Until five minutes ago. Yeah. And it and but do you know yeah. what? It makes yeah. sense with the job you yeah. done on that night. Yeah, You know, you, you, you release that anger and you let it out and you let them know about it. And let them yeah, know about definitely. God's wrath in there. Definitely, definitely. I really appreciate that, bro. Thank no you. No worries. Honestly, mate, yeah. I, I um, yeah. have the utmost respect for you. Yeah, thank you, man. Same here. Likewise, man. Likewise. Mikhail, um, it's been great having you on. As you say, um, you. tell us tell us when your fight is, where it is, and who it is again, yeah. so the listeners know. Yeah. So 10th of November, I think it's going to be on BT Sports, ITV as well, and I'm going to be fighting Ozzy Jevia. So um, yeah, it's going to be. I'm I'm going to do what I need to do to you know. I'm just trying. I'm trying to express myself. That's basically how I'm going on now. Like just trying to express myself and. So yeah, just watch out for me. It's all fascinating tonight, in my view, but I was intrigued to see how Connor Ben was emotionally affected by Mikhail Lawal's story. What great words from the young man there. Well, Connor was there with me the whole time. We caught up with him about his life, fatherhood, and where he's headed in the division. Here's Connor. Who are you facing on the undercard of Dillian White and Sasha Povetkin? When is that fight, first of all? November the 21st. Who's your opponent? Sebastian Formella. Okay, a lot of people won't know Sebastian Formella. He's a former world champion. Yes, tell us about him. Uh, His only loss comes to Sean Porter. Uh, so he's 22 and 1. He's 33 from Germany. So his only defeat comes to Sean Paul, which was his last fight. So it's a, it's a big statement made. It's a big step up. But I'm excited to take these challenges. I think when any fighter claims we're, we're scared, as, as we spoke to Dylan White earlier, we are fighters at the end of the day. And that's that. So I, I believe I'm going to go in there and, you know, iron him out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to. And that's what you guys are guaranteed. I'm going to go in there and apply the pressure from the get-go and show everybody again what I'm made of and prove I'm, I'm top tier in these British rankings. I'm top tier well way out of Britain. He's had 23 fights, uh, 22 wins. As you say, the only loss on points, unanimous decision to Sean Porter. 10 wins by knockout. It says to me that he's got power that you've got to have to respect. Yeah. And he's got a lot of experience. He wasn't stopped by Sean Porter, one of the very best welterweights of this era. It took a brilliant performance on a brilliant night by a brilliant man by the name of Cal Brook to defeat him. Listen, I'm worried about what he does. I'm no, but then, no, Sean Porter, I mean. Oh, Sean not, Porter, not, great fire. Yeah. Unbelievable fire. But, yeah, he went in a distance with... My opponent went in a distance with Sean Porter. It don't make no difference to me because Sean Porter ain't me. So when I get in there, I'm going to go in there and I'm really trying to set the pace and you know really make a statement. This is, this is exactly what that fight is. This is the fight where I prove myself. So I'm going to go in there and I'm going to you know, destroy him in Ben fashion. I'm going to go in there and that's what I'm going to try and do. 
Conor Ben, 16 fights, 16 wins, 11 knockouts. Is it going to be 17 and 12? Of course it is. Let me ask you as well about when you're preparing for someone like yeah. this, how much do you watch his previous fights? How much do you... I don't. I don't because... Tony Sims does that. Yeah, Your yeah, trainer yeah. does that. I, does I don't watch because then it becomes a game of me thinking about what he does. I know what I can do. And I know whatever comes on the night, I know I'll match it. Whatever it brings on the night, whoever it is, I know I'll match it because I've got no choice but to match it. Um, we've just seen Usyk down in the fourth round against uh, Derek Chisori. He wasn't counted. I think it was a slip. He, he, Usyk put his foot down as if it was like a floorboard he, he lost his footing on. But it may be a sign of fatigue uh, for the Ukrainian that won the Olympic gold medal in London in 2012, unified the cruiserweight division in 16 fights, and is having a very tough time against Derek Chisori in his second heavyweight contest here tonight. Isn't he, Connor? He is indeed. Uh, this is what I said from the You thought we were going to a break. Then, I, I, didn't, didn't, I, didn't, didn't have, have, I didn't know if you were still talking. We Gav. don't have 17 breaks an hour <laughs> for you to drink your coffee. No, you're here paid to talk tonight. Well, listen, I, listen, I think Chisora's doing the job here, doing exactly what I thought. And every, listen, everybody was saying, oh, Lomachenko's going to beat Lopez, and, you know, Lomachenko's this and he's that. And people said exactly the same thing about Usyk. So. Yeah, is just too strong again, too durable, and he's too much of a big heavyweight for Usyk to just march through him. Well, we're, we're about to start the fifth round. Let me ask you, is it true you've been sparring with Cal Brook as well? I have indeed. Tell us about that. Uh, what a great experience. Um, I think it was really a good benchmark for me to see where I'm at, and it does give me a lot of confidence going into my fight with the likes of Formello, who's, you know, world level. So... Yeah, it filled me with confidence to spar because he's the best. He's the best, one of the best fighters to come out of Britain. Best world ways to come out of Britain and do no what question. he's done. No Go question. to America, fight the likes of Golovkin, fight the likes of Spence. And I had him winning the Spence fight up until his eye um, injury. So, and now he's fighting the pound for pound for pound in the world. No, no, it was a fantastic night at Bramall Lane against Errol Spence and he really did put on a great show for the first three rounds against Gennady Golovkin, mm -hmm. two weight divisions above himself. Um, tell us about, um, you know, was it a week of sparring? Did you do a lot of rounds together? Um, you know, what was, the, what was the technical back and forth with you and Kel? Oh, we've done the eight rounds um, sparring. Uh, it was just the once, but he's been down on Jim Spine, the likes of Ryder. Uh, it's great rounds to be able to get, especially in this current climate. So um, it was very technical. I learned, a, I learned a lot. Cal's very clever at timing in the mid-range, isn't His distance, it's his mid-range, he's very accurate with yeah. his shots yeah. at that mid-range distance. What, um, what do you see going down in the fight with Terence Crawford on November the 14th and Kel Brook? For me, it's a fantastic fight. I got the two guys together, you know, to chat to each <laughs> other at the weigh-in for, for Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder in Las Vegas back in February. And they, they kind of kind of went eye to eye that day. It was in the MGM Grand. And all Terence said is, make the weight. How, how was Kel looking physically? Oh, he looks strong. I look strong. I, I believe he was down on weight as well. I believe he ain't left it last minute. He's down on weight now, which I believe will perfect to into this fight. So I'm really excited. I'm rooting for Kel. Uh, again, he's one of them fighters I look up to. So I, I really do hope he does it. Flying the British flag over there. When we um, opened the show tonight, I congratulated you and your wife Victoria on <laughs> on uh, on her pregnancy. Yeah. Um, fatherhood beckons for you in January. 
a little baby boy Ben. Indeed. Um, yeah, um, you, you've t- already told us you don't want him to go into pugilism, prize fighting. No. But has fatherhood, impending fatherhood, changed something in you and changed something in the way you think about your lifestyle and your sport now? Oh, of course it does. I mean, I think I'm a role model to many, but to think I have a baby, my own son, on the way, it does give you a different perspective um, on life and I know I hear people talk about it but I just never thought this day would come and I'm glad I've got he's going to have a great grandfather he, of course he comes from fighting blood but I'm just praying he is, takes my wife's side <laughs> I'm praying he, the, the, my side it, it just fizzles out with me and he takes my wife's side which is the the friendlier side the normal side so to say do you think that fighters aren't normal of course we're not of course we're not in in what way i just think we're not normal i I just think um (laughs) to get in the ring and want to get punched in there for a living and enjoy it and we thrive off getting punched when we punch that really wakes us up everybody else i know would run away from that sort Mm. of pain Mm. how can you say we're normal it's it's a switch in the brain isn't it that you you've turned off your 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 self-protection. Yeah, it's sort of like, if someone's hit me, it's all like, excuse me? Excuse me? And that's the sort of attitude where someone would, you know, just go, yeah, we'll leave it there. And it don't, it wakes me up. It it gets me going. It's sort of like, it just wakes you up. But has that, but but knowing you're going to be a father, has it kind of fine-tuned that in you already, that it's... That it that it's it's changed it's twisted it another way now that everything that you do in that way using your body as a, as a tool in that way as a weapon using your fists you using your feet your mind to focus has, is it all twisting in a different way because you're experiencing no. what your father felt with you what made him a great father I don't know I just I just want to be a good dad to my son I think that's my priority is you know being there for my son emotionally um, I think that's what we're what really matters to me, um, as far as the, open and vulnerable. Yeah, of course. Uh, well, of course, and that's the way to be. But my my dad was with me, so it still is. It still is. You've chatted to him three times while the show's been going. Yeah, on. exactly. I plan on being there. So I know my dad's in Australia and he can't be here with me. Um, but my son, I, I want to be his hero, like my dad was for me. Mm. Now forget about what the world says. Forget about what anybody else says, because everyone else will have their opinions. Everyone else will have their you know, criticise me, everybody else. But if my mum, I'm a hero to my son. I'll live the best I can. Have I made loads of mistakes in life? Of course I have. I've made bundles of mistakes. I made enough to last me a lifetime. I can tell you now, Gareth, I've made enough to last a pair of us at both time. And having a son on the way does give me a different perspective and makes me want to better myself, more so outside the ring. Being a ferocious fighter inside the ring and being a loving, caring dad, a loving, caring husband, a loyal husband. Uh, you know, and that, that's what matters to me, Gareth. Well, it was a pleasure to have Connor in the studio on the podcast this week. Uh, I'm Gareth A. Davis. That's another Talk Sports Fight Night podcast. Not forgetting, of course, that Savannah Marshall beat Hannah Rankin on the same night to win the WBO middleweight title and will now attempt to challenge 
the lady that holds all the other belts, Clarissa Shields. It was a Halloween fight night, or should I say fright night? Join us next time for Talk Sports Fight Night Podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.